Now, you may not have heard of Starsgard disease, but it's a, a disease that affects the eyes. And there are a number of people in Ireland who have the condition. Um, but recently, Michael Owen, footballer, international footballer, Liverpool, Real Madrid, Manchester United, England, of course, came out in 2019 and spoke about for the first time that his son, James, has the condition. And both of them are on the line this morning. Good morning, Michael and James. Hey, good morning. Good morning, morning to you. Good morning, and great to have you on the line, and thank you very much for joining us. I know you're very busy. They're probably you're probably somewhere where there are horses. I would imagine, Michael, because you're a big yeah. horse. <laughs> you're a big fan of big fan of the horses, and you have your own uh, breeding and stud farm and uh, racehorse training facility as well. But that's not what we're here to talk to you about this morning as well. We're here to uh, to talk about James' uh, condition. Actually, would you put me on to James there for a second, Michael, if you wouldn't mind? Yeah, there's James. Hello, James. Good morning to you. Good morning. How are you this morning? Yeah, I'm, I'm great, thank you. Well, you're, you're live. Um, how about yourself? Yeah, you know, we're pretty good. The weather here is a little bit cold, but it's not. we're having better weather than you're having over there at the moment. Yeah, so, same here, same here. So we'll, we'll, we'll take that. Look, thanks for taking the time to join us this morning and talk about your condition. Can you explain a little bit about, about the condition itself? Um, well, I got diagnosed when I was in um, lower years of school. And obviously, um, it was so long ago, I can't remember actually getting diagnosed, but I can remember how I felt um during that period of time and it was it was quite hard for me because obviously i couldn't do a lot of the things which i wanted to do in the future like drive and all stuff like that and also um i liked playing football at that time so you kind of put a bit of a halt on that in the future but yeah so my family was very supportive of it can, can you explain the condition to us a little bit? Because many people wouldn't have heard of Starsgard disease. They may have heard of macular degeneration and it affects a similar part of the eye. But can you tell us what, 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 the, what the condition is, what causes it and what the ramifications are for you? Um, Stargardt is a eye condition which deteriorates over time and it um, affects the central vision of an eyesight. Um, but the peripheral normally stays the same. So um, obviously I've been having it since I was born. So um, I don't know what to compare it to, but apparently it's um, more blurry. And I know I've got some blind spots, but it's I get asked that question all the time. I just don't really know how to answer it. That's all. Yeah, yeah, because you you haven't you've got a reference point for it. Um, I know with macular yeah, degeneration, exactly. for people uh, maybe they would explain macular degeneration as having. Uh, peripheral vision that they can see out of the side so people you see people turning their heads a little bit to look to look at you at the side but but I understand and that's a that's a great point to make that you don't have a reference for it um you're a pretty handy footballer I believe um you used to be yeah um I've not really been playing as much now but um the last time I played was when we were filming for a documentary um but before then it's it's um I've not been playing since early years of high school I think so that, it's been quite a while I'm probably very rusty <laughs> I, I believe I haven't seen the footage from the documentary but I, I believe you play a bit in the documentary and you're pretty handy so but it must I it, do yeah yeah and, and look you're, you're from a footballing family an equine family and a footballing family um, so the pressure must come on you as well people asking that question since you were a little boy as well are you going to follow in dad's footsteps yeah I mean that was definitely my dream when I was a lot younger um, and I still do get asked that question to this day. And it's um, to a lot of people, it's they don't realise that I've got an eye condition and to play mainstream football would be close to impossible. So, um, yeah, it's normally a bit of a, like an awkward 
conversation with um, a lot of a lot of people asking. But yeah, there's normally quite a lot of pressure um, from outside of the family. But my dad's very um, supportive and he's like understanding, and he never would like force you into anything. The, the documentary is called Football for Everyone and it'll be shown uh, on TNT Sports, which is formerly BT Sports, uh, on Tuesday, January 30th. But th- th- I believe there are scenes of you playing uh, football there. It's a particular type of football for people who are sighted, partially sighted or have visual impairment. Um, yes, there is. It's um, called futsal. It's visually impaired fo- um, football in, in a way. It's um, for a lot of people. Some people believe that futsal is played of blindfolds on and with a bell and a ball but it's not actually the case the standard's very high and it's um it's just like five-sided football really very fast pace and the um the quality of the players was actually really breathtaking because i never heard of it until the documentary approached so um i had no idea like the standards would be so good and i um i played for him yeah and um Hopefully this isn't a spoiler, but I scored in the documentary. So <laughs> it's not a spoiler, man. If you've scored a goal in the match, no matter what match it is, you got to say you scored it. So no, we're delighted to hear that you, that you scored. Um, well, can you tell us the differences then? Say when you played football when you were in school to playing that game. Just for people who maybe are visually impaired this morning, we have Vision Sports Ireland who do something similar here. Um, but could you just tell us how the game is played? Um, well, it's it's five aside. The goalkeeper can be. Um, completely fully sighted, but it can't leave the D. Um, it's very fast pace, and um, the ball is it's a ball. It's slightly heavier, so it doesn't bounce as high. And um, shall I pass it on to my dad? Because I'm I honestly don't know that many other rules. <laughs> <laughs> so your dad doesn't know the rules either. But pass me on to him anyway. All right, brilliant. Hey. <laughs> Hey, all right. Hey, Michael. How are you? Yeah, we're just talk, we're just, we're just <laughs> talking to to, uh, to James about the the actual game itself. Just for people, you might explain um, the rules are slightly different. The, the, so the goalkeeper could be visually uh, unimpaired as such; he can be fully sighted, but he can't leave the D. And the ball's a bit heavier. Any other rules? Yeah, I mean, obviously, it's uh, it's it's normally played indoors, um, and the goals are probably the size of hockey goals, same similar shape and size. There are one or two. Unique rules. You can have fly goalkeepers. You know, if you if you're losing, um, then the, the the manager might want to put an outfield player on. So basically, you've got five outfield players and nobody in goal. You lose the ball and you're in trouble though because they just knock it into an empty net. So that's normally one of the uh, the, the last resort rules. Um, but no, there's four outfield players and um, and it's it's basically football at all intents and purposes. Yeah. Same rules in terms of of um, you know fouls and, and, and all the rest of it and yeah we've had a, an amazing time following the the, uh, the England team into the World Cup um, there was a home World Cup actually um, which features in the documentary and the skill levels were actually incredible as James said um, people would say or think partially sighted people um, playing a slightly different game of football but you know a, a Premier League player would would you know would or struggle, but they would be right at the, the the top of their concentration levels to compete with these guys. I mean, it's seriously high standard stuff. Speaking to you as a as a dad, Michael. Um, obviously, James um, decided to give up football, which was a difficult decision for him, and I'm sure for you to see him not playing the game that he loved. But it must have been quite emotional to see him play again. Yeah, in a way, um, 
in a way, it was. I'm obviously James. Um, like with a lot of kids, really, if if they if they can't do something um, well or they not enjoying it or, or whatever it might be, a lot of these things don't happen overnight. It was a gradual process. So when James was really young, I you know said to my dad, I said to my wife. This kid's got some real ability. He could be a footballer one day. Uh, he had a great touch and he was really well balanced and quick and beat people. And he was just, you know, really showing promise. But he was doing a lot of things in the game where I just couldn't understand why he'd be standing in a certain position and not shuffling over when a ball moved and, and just a lot of positional sort of deficiencies in his game. And I kept saying to him, like, well, you know, when the ball goes over to the right back, why don't you do this and why don't you do that? And and he was sort of, oh, I'll, I'll, you know, he, he was always desperate to, to learn and desperate to, to, to try and, and whatever, but he just wasn't grasping it. And uh, and over a little period of time, that's when we found out that actually he was struggling to see the, the board at school, struggling to see an awful lot of other things. And that's when, obviously, we started doing some investigation type of stuff and, uh, and found out that he, he had Stargardt's. I just want to ask James. You got a pad. We only got one phone between you. Things are bad. <laughs> Would you pass the phone yeah, back to James? Yeah, pass you back on. <laughs> Hello, James. Hello. <laughs> How are you? So, James, obviously, we were talking to your dad there about your footballing career, and obviously, I mentioned that the pressure that you'd be under with your dad being Michael Owen—that you, you know, you should be become a footballer. And we've seen that with other uh, families of footballers as well. Look, you, 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 your football is not for you, and you've you've, you've decided that. Um, you're 17 now. I know you're doing a course in business studies, or you've done a course in business studies. Um, like, what plans are you trying to make for the future? I know you're an ambassador, and you're you're very. You're, the reason you made this documentary is to bring awareness to your condition and to other vis- people with visual impairment. But what, what's your plan now? What or do you have a plan? Um, yeah, well, it's it's a bit of a loose plan. I don't think I'm going to go further into education. I'm nearly done with college now. I'm finishing in March, so that'll be quite exciting. Um, I want to have my own business in the future. I want to be able to provide for my future wife and kids and give them a good life um, with with my own business. So that's that's the end goal. How I get there, I don't I don't really know, but. Yeah, but yeah, in, the, in the meantime, like you've got to go on holiday with your friends, and you've got to, you know, you've got to do all that stuff as well. Um, yeah, yeah, <laughs> I'm planning on going on holiday with, with my girlfriend at some point. But did you yeah, did you it. enjoy? I, 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 I've got the feeling from you from the interviews that you did that you kind of enjoyed the, the process of making the documentary. Oh yeah, it was um, it was it was great. It's really taught me how to. Um, do a lot of things definitely made me grow as a person because um, I don't know if you've seen the documentary yet but it's um, I'm actually only 15 when it starts because um, that was during Covid so it's pushed a lot of the time back so it's um, I definitely look and sound a lot different than I do now and um, it's it's definitely built me as a person and it's it, the whole experience has been great I've met like a lot of new people made a lot of friends and um, yeah enjoyed playing football yeah, so will you, will you keep up the, the football, do you think, now? Will you keep up the, with the team? Um, if they're playing, I would watch them, but I'm, I'm not good enough to play with them. Um, <laughs> and I, and I, don't, I don't think I'm going to um, train anymore, to be honest. Okay. I want to just focus on business. <clears throat> there you go. You've got your head screwed on, I can tell you, so you're, you're, you're ready to go. Do you want to pass me back to Dad for a minute? I will do. Hello. Thank you, Michael. And look, can I just say thanks for coming on and talking about it. I know that your your family 
Well, look, you know, you're, you're, you've been out in the, in the press and your family have been have been out in the press saying how supportive they are of James as well. And is, is one of your daughters an ambassador for the uh, for Sight Savers? Or Fight yeah, for Sight? Yeah, that's right, Sorry, fight my for eldest. Sight. Yeah. Exactly, yeah. My, my eldest, uh, Gemma, is, uh, is, is obviously um, part of that um, Fight for Sight campaign, charity, etc. So she's an ambassador for it as well. So it's obviously affected the family in, in many ways, but we don't let it affect us. I mean, obviously it's made news in recent times because of the the documentary that we've filmed on TNT Sport. But um, but in general, this is something that we've lived with for, for nearly 18 years now and, and we just adapt as a family and, and it doesn't feel like... You know, anything's different. James just feels totally normal to, to us because we believe he is, and and, uh, and yeah, see. it's. Uh, but no, it's uh, it's it's something that we really ought to yeah. to put it there in the in the public eye because it's uh, losing your sight is is uh, something that some of us would uh, couldn't really bear the thought of. I guess it's lovely to hear how proud you are of him. Do you with with, with the horse racing side of things? I know you're you're big into the into the equine side of things. Your wife is a uh, it was her side of the sports when you came together. Um, do you get over to Ireland much? I do. I do, actually. <laughs> Tomorrow I'm going over um, <laughs> to uh, to visit. Uh, so, yeah, I do. I, I buy a lot of our, our horses from out there. We, we sometimes race our horses out in Ireland. Um, so Ireland is obviously a huge... Um, place when it when it comes to thoroughbreds so yeah i spend a fair bit of time and, and that business is growing it's uh my pride and joy and um yeah we're up to about 130 odd horses now training in training so we're looking forward to the flat season ahead well look michael and james thank you for taking the time to join us this morning i know you're very busy and james thank you for being so candid about your condition i think it'll, people listening will be uh, be able to identify us that's michael and james owen joining us on the line this morning 